podcast that teaches you how to have a higher quality sex life, where I share cutting edge research in neuroscience and psychology, relatable stories, and practical mindfulness-based skills so that you can maximize your pleasure potential and unlock more awareness and energy in every area of your life. I am master life coach and mindfulness expert, Danielle Savory, and I am thrilled to be on this journey with you. Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone doing? I know that this episode is coming out earlier than maybe you suspected, but I just couldn't help myself. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record all three of these episodes and release them right in a row instead of waiting for a week because everyone's at home and you guys are wanting to have better sex in your quarantine, possibly with your partners. So let's get this party started. And just in case you missed the last episode, go back and listen to that one. What I'm doing is this is a three-part series based on a masterclass that I just taught, which is the three steps to mind-blowing sex. And so we really dove in last episode about that first step. And today we're going to you know, work on the second step, and then we're going to move to the third. And so just as a little recap, remember, these steps are about building the foundation for you to have a better sex life, no matter where it's at, right? If you're having kind of like blah sex, if you're having great sex, if you're having like no sex, if you're having no orgasms, wherever you're at, just give yourself some grace, understand that this is exactly where we start and go from there. And it always comes back to one of these three things. So just to recap these three things, number one, have sex. Last episode, we talked more about the reasons we're not having sex, kind of how we're having sex maybe, but it's not for the right reasons and why it's so important. If we want to have better sex, if we're truly committed, then why we have to put ourselves in action, aka have the sex. The second step is getting out of your head and into your body. This is what we're going to be talking more in detail about today. And then the third step is turning on the ons and turning off the offs. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. Step number two of being able to have better sex is you got to get out of your head and into your body, into where all that delicious pleasure is happening. So let's talk a little bit about like the reasons that we're not in our head to begin with, how this can actually show up in your sex life. So one of the things that I always like to just point out is that most of us human beings in the modern world are in our heads all of the time. And women especially, we have become very disconnected from our bodies. This is just something that happens over time. We can see all of these reasons why it's happening. But one of the things to keep in mind here is The way that we have been brought up, um, even if you have a very different background than other people, there's still similar narratives in there about kind of, you know, pushing emotions down or pushing through. And women in particular, we're nurturing beings, right? We've been taught to take care of others, that taking care of others takes precedence around our own needs. We've been taught that selfish is naughty and dirty and bad word. We never want to be called selfish right? That means that we're not even thinking about other people. But even though this seems good in theory, take care of others, nurture others, the way that it's kind of been pushed out of balance is that 
now we're at this place that we have pushed down how we actually feel about our own things. We've ignored our own feelings and our own sensations and what our body needs itself in the name of helping others in order to take care of other people, right? And so what happens when we do this is there's like this background unconscious thought that says, you know what? Like what you're feeling doesn't matter. We got to go, you know, push through and take care of the kids or take care of the partner, take care of our neighbor down the street. We just have to put our own feelings aside so that we can serve, so that we can show up in this bigger way. Now, this in and of itself isn't the problem, but when it comes to pleasure, it becomes very problematic. And the reason for that is, is because we haven't really ever been taught, nor have we learned how to be with uncomfortable emotions, how to be with those emotions that are showing up in our bodies. And if we don't learn how to properly process them, then you just kind of push them away and you ignore them and you create a disconnect. The disconnect also happens if you've had a traumatic childhood experience or just being a child in general can sometimes bring things up where these big emotions that we feel in the body, it's like, you know, just be calm, just calm down. Like, you know, we're told anger is bad and not to do that. And so we're taught instead of how to process emotions, how to be with emotions, but that they're bad, that we should shove them down. Also, it's a coping mechanism, right? If you have, like I said, gone through something traumatic, then the brain wants to protect you. And in order to survive, it's better for you to be in imagination. It's better for you to be thinking other things instead of in your body where you don't know how to deal with these big emotions. So the disconnect happens. It happens for a variety of reasons. But the thing is, is regardless of why it happened or how it surfaced or how it's showing up, when it comes to being able to experience amazing sex and pleasurable sex and mind-blowing sex, we have to learn how to cultivate this connection again. The connection between the mind and the body, the brain and the body, so that we're not always spinning and hanging out in our heads, but we're actually present for the things that we're experiencing. We're present for you know that first sip of your coffee in the morning. You're present for that warm feeling of the sun on your skin. You're present in your body for the sensations that are there. That's what's going to help elevate your sex life no matter where it's at right now. So this is one of the reasons that we do spend so much time in our head because we haven't been taught any other way. And the brain has thought maybe from a young age that it wasn't safe to be in the body, that this is where pain happened. This is where harm happened was inside of the body. So the being in your head was the safer place. So we don't want to put this like mechanism that the brain has done to keep you safe down. There's no shame in this. There's no, you know, irreparable harm done. It's just like, oh, okay. This is something that my brain has done in the past. It was disconnected for a multitude of ways. I'm learning how to now recreate the connection between my brain and my body. Okay, so again, we're starting with all of this work from a place of compassion, a place of love, a place of understanding that 
these aren't things that you chose to do. It wasn't like sometime in your life, you're like, you know what? I really just don't want to be connected to my body anymore. And then to top it off, as we become adults, we do more and more things that disconnect us from our body because we still don't learn how to actually feel emotions, how to actually process. So we fill our body with, you know, food or alcohol or drugs or these other things to kind of check out and numb out and not be in our body because it's it's intimidating. How do I be in my body in a way that doesn't feel so uncomfortable? How can I be in my body so that it feels good? So this is exactly the kind of work that I do with my clients is teaching them the step-by-step process of actually how to not just be with the pleasurable sensations, but how to be with the uncomfortable ones so that we can recreate this connection between the brain and the body. And it's not so scary. Okay, so the second reason that we're so disconnected, or excuse me, that we're all in our head and not not in our body is simply because the mind wanders, okay? <laughs> this is something the mind does. The brain's job is to think, among some other things. But the mind, if we think about the mind as the thinking part of the brain, the mind's job is to think. This is just what your brain does. It's like getting upset or getting frustrated because, you know, your heart pumps blood and, you know, your liver gets toxins out. Like this is just something your mind does. Your brain thinks, So of course it's going to wander. Also remember the brain is really concerned with efficiency. It wants to be very efficient with its time, with its mental activities. Now, if you've been having sex with the same person for a number of times, then the brain is like, oh yeah, I remember this. This is familiar. It thinks that maybe it can just check out. It takes a look at this as an opportunity to think about other things, right? Like it's like, oh, body, you know what's going on here. You've done this before. I'm going to go over here and problem solve. I'm going to think about that, you know, thing I was thinking earlier and figuring out that email or why my business isn't working. Or maybe I'm going to put together my to-do list or my grocery list or thinking about all the things I need to schedule for homeschooling tomorrow. Your brain just wants to take advantage of the time that it has to do something else, (laughs) to spend that time efficiently, right? And so it's just has its attention captured elsewhere. It's just going all over the place, bing, 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 all over. And it's not really a problem, except when you're trying to have good sex, okay? So the mind wandering is just something it's naturally going to do. But the key to this is realizing when it is wandering and to bring it back, right? So our attention gets captured all of the time, especially in modern day. There's so many things coming at us at any given moment that our attention can just be like, beep, over here, beep, over here, beep, over here, from things that are dinging on your phone and your computer, things going on in your house. There's so many different things that the brain is just going to go to automatically, but we have to notice where it's gone somewhere we don't want it to be, where it's wandered off. And when you do that, you can bring it back. Okay. So this is just another reason the mind wanders. And so it's not paying attention to the sex you're having. And if you're not paying attention to the sex you're having, the sex isn't really going to be that good. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. Okay. So then the third reason that your mind 
that you spend more time in your head than in your body during sex is because you're watching the sex you're having. (laughs) And what I mean by that is you're like spectatoring. Now, why is this a problem if you're spectatoring? Well, let's think about it for a second. So when I was actually studying neuroscience in England, I was introduced to the wild world of... (laughs) European football, aka soccer. Now, if you've ever watched, you know, a European football match or any just international football match, and probably here too, right? The commentator, the people commenting on the game get really, really into it. They're screaming. They're like, oh my fucking God, did you see that? Did that really happen? And they're going crazy. And then the crowd's going crazy. But the first time, like I watched one of these games, I was on the edge of my seat. Like really, I could care less about the game, but the tone, the way that the commentator was commenting on the game made me feel like emotionally tied into it for the highs, for the lows, for the what was going on. And the same thing can happen if you're watching the sex that you're having. It's going to put you on edge. It's going to create pressure. It's going to create this up and down because you're paying attention. Perhaps you're being judgmental of your partner. Perhaps you're being judgmental of yourself. Perhaps you're wondering, am I ever going to come? Like, is it coming? You're concerned about the orgasm, right? Like you're headed like very orgasm focused, like goal focused kind of judgment coming on. Now, when this happens, you might be thinking like, oh, well, I'm paying attention to the sex I'm having for sure, but you're still in your head. You're not actually in the game experiencing the sex. You're watching it. And usually when you're watching it, you're watching it with judgment. You're watching, wondering when it's going to happen, whatever it is that you're thinking about. You're being judgmental perhaps of your body, something going on with your body, whether it's performing how you want it to, whether you think that it's sexy enough or beautiful enough or you're being critical of it, right? There's so many judgments going on that you're really watching the sex that you're having instead of experiencing the sex that you're having. So if it's not obvious why we don't want to be in our heads and be in our bodies, let's think about it this way. Number one, the reason we actually want to be in our bodies is because that's where the pleasure is going to occur, right? Sensation happens in the body. It doesn't happen in the mind. We can use the mind to direct our attention to our body, but then there is a skill to learn how to actually be present for the experience of pleasure. Pleasure happens in the body. Sensation happens in the body not in your head. That's why this is such an important step and a key ingredient to having amazing and mind-blowing sex is to see when you're in your head and then direct yourself to get back into your body. There's a number of key like skill sets to be able to do that and then to be able to find the pleasure and then open up to the pleasure. Another reason that we do want to actually be in our body and not in our head is because what we focus on grows. So if you want to take your sex life to the next level, then it's really important to focus on the pleasure because if you're not focusing on the pleasure, not only are you not going to experience the pleasure, which I just explained, but you're also not going to be able to expand upon the pleasure. Now, this is a really key thing 
thing that I don't think a lot of people understand because when it comes to developing the muscle, let's call it a muscle, even though it's not a muscle, developing the muscle of attention and focus on the pleasure, this is a skill you can actually grow. And the reason behind that is because there is actually a part of your brain that grows. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. Now, just to get nerdy here for a second, if you take a look at the human brain, there's part of the human brain called the insula. That's I-N-S-U-L-A. And the insula is concerned with paying attention to what's going on in the body. Like it would help you pick up if you're, you know, the wrong temperature. It might help pick up if you're hungry, if you're thirsty. It also picks up on things like sensation occurring. Now, when we talk about the brain growing, what that means is that we're increasing the gray matter, which is just increasing the capacity of this part to do its job more efficiently and to do it better. So you get more neural cells. You have more cells now that are able to do its job. Now, the insula, if the job of the insula is pay attention to what's going on in the body and you're practicing paying attention to pleasure, then you're going to be able to grow the part of your brain that will be able to experience pleasure and then continue to experience pleasure at a greater and greater capacity. Pretty cool, right? I think so. (laughs) And the cool thing about this is they found like, you know, meditators, they took longtime meditators into an MRI machine and paid attention to their brain. And they found that longtime meditators had a much larger insula than the regular person. And that's because this is something that is practiced. It's a practice skill of us meditators to go inside and to pay attention to what's happening, paying attention to the breath, you know, following the breath in and out. They also found in a separate study that the insula, a larger insula was significantly tied to women who have expressed experiencing more intense and more regular orgasms. And this is great news for you all. This is just, it's not a muscle, but I'm going to use air quotes, a quote unquote muscle, a skill set that you can learn how to develop. And the more you learn how to develop, you increase your capacity to experience more pleasure. Therefore, you increase your capacity to have amazing mind blowing sex. And this is exactly what I work with on my clients is taking them step by step through how to do that. How exactly can you expand upon your pleasure? How exactly can you refocus your attention? How can you train your mind to come back when you notice it wandering? How can you cultivate that connection? So this is one of the key steps to increasing your ability to have better sex. Remember, number one, have sex. Number two, get out of your head and into your body. There's so many reasons that we're disconnected from our body. There's so many reasons that we're in our head during sex. And there's so many reasons why we really need to learn how to cultivate that connection, how to get back into the body, and then how to expand upon that pleasure that is present there. And tomorrow, well, I don't know if it's going to be tomorrow when you guys listen to this, but in the next episode, we're going to dive more into the third step then, which is turning on more of the ons and then decreasing the offs. And if you haven't gone and checked it out, make sure to go check out the program that I'm offering right now. It's a group coaching experience called Better Sex in 90 Days. 
all of the steps that I'm talking about here, these are the foundational pieces. This is something that you can take and apply right now. If you want expert guidance from me, if you want to be in the room with a powerhouse of women who are also claiming that, yes, I'm saying yes to me. Yes, I'm saying yes to my sexuality. And you want to get the skills and the step-by-step processes that I'm talking about here, go and check that group program out, daniellesavory.com slash group. I am loving all of the applications that are already coming in. And I'm so excited to see how this unfolds in the most delicious and pleasurable way. So thanks again for joining me on It's My Pleasure. As always, it's been my absolute pleasure to bring this to you. Now go and practice getting out of your head, get into your body, get into the sex you're having. Let yourself experience the ecstatic pleasure that's possible for you. And like I said, if you want help, there is a program now that we can help you exactly get what you want. Have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon.